professor's trans welfare there's a difference yeah, there's a very, very big difference the professor's trans welfare eight track brown is trans wealthy he's got that dough he goes into the clubs and just tosses it and chicks is like what what's going on here i don't see no money but track is just mm. yo what's up rob van dam's chick my god <laughs> i haven't seen well what is it <laughs> I was just watching her on Impact, yo. Oh, her, she's, she used to be a stripper or, or whatever, but she is freaking insane. The ass is fake, but it's still nice to look at. All right. Y'all are ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's get cracking. I'm smoke show. I'm going to tell you again. You ready? Are you no. ready? I'm ready. All right, let's get cracking. What is going on? It is the PW Hustle, ladies and gentlemen, back in your ear holes like never before yes i am not that mass man the mass man couldn't be around he's in milan somewhere so he called me up and said billy ray valentine i know that you are the 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 cornerstone on the white house that is the pw hustle in the slums of professional wrestling they're like billy ray valentine i think the pw hustle needs you back one more time and i was like i don't know man you know i think a track brown and the professor kind of got it covered. And you match, man. He's like, yeah, but you know what? I'm not going to be around. I need somebody to help to host. A-Track Brown can't host like you. Straight up. The professor? Ha! That's what he, that's what he said. I ain't say this shit. And I believe in you guys. I know, I know what you guys can do. But that nigga, that motherfucker, he'll say whatever he wants. Anyway, one more time. Billy Ray Valentine. A-Track Brown. The professor Jabello Cruz. We're going to go to A-Track. The dirtiest of the city. The trans wealthiest man on the planet. He made the Forbes trans wealthiest list number one. <laughs> Playing no games. Eight track Straight Brown. hand in a dice game, my nigga. Bring it hot. Now you're looking at the world's trans wealthiest man. And I'm black. Kiss my black ass, America. <laughs> trans wealthiest man. I asked him to deposit $20 in my bank account yesterday. It was a zero. But still, you know, <laughs> he believes it. Anyhow. Um, we got a lot to talk about, man. But before we do that, let me introduce somebody that's not trans wealthy. He's trans wealthy. The Professor AOC, he is. Now, come on, man. Be nice to me, man. I'm back for the first time. Be nice to me, okay? He is the most objective man in professional wrestling punditry, ladies and gentlemen. The magnanimous, the scholarly, the effervescent, the glorious Professor Chabello Vela Cruz. Tell him what's up, AOC. What's going on? The king of the hoopla. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? <laughs> it's time to get off. That's right. Time to get off. Hey, ladies, take your pants off. Fellas, take your pants off. Hotties, take your pants off. Don't be trying to take your pants off. Tell him what's up, Professor. You're the king. You know what? I may not be trans wealthy, Billy Ray, but I'm trans hoopla. That's what it is. I am the king of the hoopla. You ain't no, you ain't no trans hoopla. You are legit hoopla. You're 100% hoopla. You're like the organic, non-GMO, non-freaking fluoride hoopla. That's what you are. You're the real deal. Tell him what's up, Professor Chabella Vela Cruz. Come on. You know what? Plain and simple hustle lights. I only got one question for y'all. Are you ready for a good time? <laughs> you should point when you, you do that. You can just point him. at people. And wear those uh, assless spandex, uh, what is it, sl slacks you got in your Be fucking chapped. closet that you wore in the 80s I, when you were going how the, with... How the, how the hell you know he got assless chaps in his closet? Dude, look <laughs> at him. It don't take a genius to figure that shit out. Come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> Come yeah, y'all was y'all was y'all was y'all was playing the king of the hoopla, y'all. Right, right. You know, prior to us getting into this phone call, you were talking about the Almighty giving somebody the Almighty one. I don't know. I don't know yeah, nothing about talking, that. I was talking about that's the what you were Almighty talking. Bobby Lashley. Yeah, right. giving okay. Lana the Almighty. That's yeah. what I was saying. Mm -hmm. All right. Anyhow, this man, this man right here, A Track Brown, <laughs> was concentrating on his reaction video about where that hers pillow was actually positioned. So uh, you know, he was really, really focusing on that. I, you know, it's in the videos. It's in the PW Hustle Reactions videos. <laughs> Anyhow, man. So check it, it out. Wasn't hard to, it wasn't hard to not notice. You know what I'm saying? The dude was just sitting there. He's like, hey, 
So <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So before, you know, since we spoke last, AEW has had a couple of shows under their belt. New SmackDown is out. New Raw. It all, it's all shit except for AEW, if you ask me. Uh, you guys saw NWA Power. Talked about that. It's a new climate in professional wrestling. I dig AEW, I got to tell you. I think it's fantastic. Uh, There's two freaking weeks of fantastic television, in my particular opinion, man. Raw is awful. I saw some of SmackDown last night, and that shit is awful. It's The sets are beautiful, but the fucking things haven't really changed. I did see some of Hell in a Cell with my son, and let me tell you, that Roman Reigns and um and Daniel Bryan match against against Rowan and uh, and, and Harper. That was a good fucking match. That was a really was a good, good match. match. And then there was um Randy Orton versus uh uh what is it Ali. That was another fantastic match. So all, all I didn't that, even bother watching most of that match. It was good. It was good. <laughs> 3 minutes into that match, I was ready for the pay-per-view to fucking end already. <laughs> I still haven't seen the 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 disaster that was the worst match to ever be made, but I'll watch that later tonight, I guess. A track Brown. Listen, things things are happening. All, all these professional wrestling organizations are coming up. All the ratings are dropped. The professor told us happily with, with a smile on his face. As soon as we got on the phone call, he's like, hey, all the ratings dropped by everyone gloating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on, track. Tell us something told. and then we'll go to Pruff. Come on. Look, man, look, uh, I said it. I said it. I said it on the last show and it was just me and Pruff, which I hosted and I did a fantastic job. <clears throat> I think so. Uh, I think you did a great job. That dude, the mask yeah, man, so but that dude on the other yeah, you, Exactly. You could tell a masked man to kiss my masked ass. So <laughs> at the end of the day. You kiss mine uh, to death. Kiss <laughs> my ass to death. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I, um, I said that I was giving everybody a, 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 a fresh start, a new slate. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't lying because the day after I said that, you know, that Raw... That first Raw, uh, of, of the season premiere of Raw, that happened after the fall premiere of the PW Hustle, I thought was a very entertaining show. I was thoroughly entertained, especially when the almighty Bobby Lashley came out <laughs> on his Black.com, his, his Black.com shit with Lana. That was fucking fantastic. <laughs> I enjoyed the show last, not last, not this uh, Monday, but last Monday. Then we get to this Monday, and it was like, here we go again. Mm. <laughs> and um, I'm giving my fair analysis here like I've always done. But like I said, it, it's no hate towards any promotion, no love favorite towards any promotion. I'm looking at it and I'm just saying WWE right now, I don't hate them. I don't dislike them. It, it's, it's new to me. It's a new company for me. Uh, this new WWE company that I saw, they gave me two shit shows, uh, with the exception of one being NXT, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Now, I will say this. NXT was better than AEW match-wise. Hmm. Overall, as a wrestling show, AEW had it all. Really? I got to go ahead and watch NXT because I thought AEW put together some fantastic matches. They so did. if you're they saying did, that, NXT must have been must have been really good. The the match with um this week's match with Leo Rush and, and, and Drew Gulak was a very, very good match. Um last week Adam Cole versus uh Matt Riddle, that was that was a really good fucking match. Who won that? And yo, uh uh Matt um um Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. And and Pruff, you know what I was you know what I you, you know what I enjoyed? Kushida Walter. Walter. <laughs> Walter can go. Kushida versus Walter was fucking great, all right? I fucking hate Walter. Give him props. Fresh fresh start. Fresh start. This Walter cat can hang with Kushida. And if you can hang with Kushida, you're in my fucking cool book, at least for now. So I ain't got nothing bad to say about Walter. That's it, except for the name fucking Walter. (laughs) That's my dog's name. Anyway, go ahead, prof. Come on. You know what, quickly, I'll just say this. Last week was about the curiosity factor when you combine hardcore wrestling fans with just casual fans that's going to look at the product. There are no casual fans. Yes, there were, because when you look at the ratings from one week to the next week, those casuals just just, No, those no casuals. Those are just fans that didn't want to watch anymore. They're not casual fans. There were no casual fans watching AEW. If there's any casual fans watching AEW, maybe it was 50,000, maybe, maybe. Casual wrestling fans still exist. It's not about the, the new like how fans. many. Like if, if we're talking about mass casual, scale, casual meaning that they remember the Rock, they remember Austin, they live back, they live back in the nostalgia right. era, and so, you saw that with SmackDown. So, so those, why those are now why are wrestling. those casual wrestling fans tuning in to watch AEW? Why they're not? 
I'm just so where did they They're go? Not. So 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 there was no casual wrestling fans tuning into AEW. So the, no so, so if, right by so that wait, logic, so there you was saying, you saying those. So so are you saying, Prof, that those four hundred thousand that watched that they lost were casuals? Those were just casual fans that remember the Nitro days, that remember all that good stuff, and they looked at it. That's it. And now you got your bar, you got your fans, and that's your fandom range. That's it. I just I'm, you just I'm, said there were no casual fans though. You, you, didn't, you just told me that. I just told you that the casual Look fans at Rudolph are the, Giuliani are the over here. fans are the wrestling fans that just <laughs> that watching for nostalgic purposes. There are casual wrestling fans who watched Nitro back in the day and are very interested in it. There you go. Well, and you're entitled to your down. opinion. What is it? And what it? Well, well where did where did those four hundred thousand went? Where did the million went from SmackDown? That's, <laughs> Uh, they, see on SmackDown, they were, wa- they were watching. They were watching the NL and ALCS. Yeah, That's and, they were watching. The Black Ink Group too. And, and on and, SmackDown, you can make the argument because of the Rock. The Rock will pull whatever casual fans are around, even fans that aren't wrestling fans that just want to see the Rock. They'll come in and take a look. That I get. You can make an argument for that, but for AEW, ain't no casual fans watching AEW, and there is no casual fans watching the WWE on a week-to-week basis either. And by no, I mean a very small sector of the wrestling fandom group. Very small are still yeah, casual very, fans. The, in reality, the casual fan number. is extinct. Does very not exist. Small, Zero. Very, very small that still remember those great days of the Attitude Era. And they will still watch it for one little purpose here and there. It was the season premiere. But at the end of the day, the best show of the week was not any of those shows. It was actually NWA Power. And I'm not yes! saying... And I'm not yes. saying that because I'm an AEW hater. Yes. I'm just saying that to spread the facts because that is the ultimate nostalgic show for any, you know, I can't use the word casual fan, but just an NWA fan that remembers studio wrestling. That's what you watch. I, I saw a great hour plus episode. I remember the days of WTBS, great interview segments. Tim Storm gave the best promo this year. And if you don't know who Tim Storm is, then you too what he said on NWA Power, and he had the the fans in the palm of his hand. NWA Power was the best show of the week. How many fans? Like 500 that. fans in the palm of his hand? How many hey, fans? Man. You can't tell me. Listen, listen, listen. Here we go again. Here, here we go. And, with now, this. and now we go with the numbers here. Yeah, here we go now, with this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The numbers don't matter. And, on, NWA on Power now all of a sudden. Yes, because, because it's the underground. Listen. AEW had the best show. Yeah, I know it's no, not no, underground. No, Listen, no, I haven't no, seen no, to, to, no. I haven't seen NWA power. But but let, let, let's hold our fucking horses here, okay? AEW was a fantastic show, and I have a hard time that anybody cut a better promo than Chris Jericho did on Wednesday night. That's just me. Go ahead, track. No, I, I, I did enjoy uh Tim Storm's promo, and I understand, even though I don't agree where the uh professor's coming from saying it was the best because it was a very heartfelt one. And um, it it really made that match, the story of that match, a hell of a lot uh, uh, better. Um, Chris Jericho, you know, he 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 was in his element. He he basically was like, "I'll show all you how to do this, son." Yes, and that's um, exactly what he did. He was he like, was, yeah. he was he was in his element. You know, he even like like I I had to explain this first. I I agree with Prof that. NWA Power was the best show. I even made a post on the Silent Monsters uh, Facebook page. I was like, I don't know if it was a nostalgia feeling. I don't know if it was because nobody had anything negative to say about it. But overall, that was the most entertaining show that I watched. And and I will say it was because of that nostalgic feeling. I felt like I was like freaking 11 years old again watching, you know, WCW or NWA or whatever. Um, But Jericho, his promo was fucking excellent. The inner circle, not the most flamboyant name, but it's fine. You know, I'm not, I'm not, um, um, having ne- negative to say. <laughs> I was expecting something different, like the Bubbly Boys or the, the Alpha bubbly. Club or the, bu- <laughs> or the Bubbly Club or some shit like that. But it was that would have been gay. That would have been really gay. Well, that's kind of what flamboyant means, almost. So. <laughs> A little bit of the Bubbly, but you know, we're the Bubbly Boys. <laughs> You had Jericho introducing everybody and putting them over in in, in, in awesome fashion, yeah. and I loved when everybody was like, "We the people." He was like, Shut "We the people suck. Yeah. It's dead. That shit is over." I love that. That was awesome. 
And I had to explain to people because by, there's, by you the know. Way, by, by the way, Trag, Swagger used We the People when he won his last Bellator fight. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, saying, if, it, if it's dead and buried, then No, I mean, it, it, good point, Prof. Like, I, I think people were writing on that and Swagger was, was, was going with it too, but Jericho didn't want none of that over in AEW. He's like, fuck this shit. You want like, to do that, that in Bellator, fine. Do that in Bellator. But yeah. here, we ain't doing we that. Ain't this doing is not that about shit. It's a rap. It's about Jake Hager, the MMA fighter. Yeah, the freaking 2-0 against 2-0 bumps. Exactly. But, but regardless. Day, yeah. Building this guy as a legit fighter, which he is. He's an all-American American. So you can't, you can't fucking uh, change that. Um, but... I was trying to explain to people because the same it's the same narrative that keeps going around with AEW. Cody and his friends are just putting themselves in the spotlight. Cody and his friends are the most well-known. And I didn't see the Young Bucks uh, go over on private party. And putting someone over is not just losing to them in the match. What Jericho did when he introduced the the the, the four of those cats, even though um, Jack, Jack Hager didn't need an introduction, we all know who he is, but for LAX and Sammy Guevara, they did a very, he did a very fucking good job of, you know, letting you know these are the, these are the new stars that we're going to have. And, you know, hopefully when they split, these guys will branch off to be stars of their own. LAX is already going to be the hottest, one of the hottest tag teams already in the is, company. Already they is. already are. Yeah. You know, Sammy Guevara is uh he's young, you know, he's got he's got some swag, even though he comes out with a panda on his head, which I think is stupid. Nah, he didn't but, do that you know, the second night. He's that- <laughs> I didn't understand that really. I was like, what the fuck this dude going out with a panda on his head? I don't know what but, the uh, fuck that was about. But the second but night he didn't I, do I it. From the first time, I don't know if you remember this, Billy Ray, but I, I this is back when you was watching Impact a little bit more than you was before. Yeah. When he was on that, I said, Yo, this dude has has um potential. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. now he's in, in AEW, we'll see what he we'll see what he could bring to the table. I do remember. But impact? Wow, yeah, I, yeah. I messed that shit. I hate it. Oh, I just hate the fact that this narrative keeps going around that Cody and his friends are gonna put themselves in the spotlight. Hey, and listen. it's like motherfucker, yeah. so the fuck what? So what? They're exactly. the most well known. So that's fuck his what? fucking job. Listen, if if the PW hustle starts a network, guess what? Me a track and Pruff, we're gonna be the primetime ones on the fucking network. <laughs> okay? Exactly. That's what? it. That's it. That's it. That's all it's gonna be. We're gonna put everybody else over too. But bottom line, that's just the way it's gonna be. So, I mean, regardless of that, the Young Bucks are the best tag team in the world. Hands down, ain't nobody gonna argue that. So what they shouldn't be, they shouldn't win because they own the freaking company. And and then Cody Rhodes is like a legit star. I remember saying that. I think it was me and you, Pruff. I don't know if we were together on that show. I don't know. I, I don't know. But regardless, he came out on AEW, man, that first night with uh with what's her face, man, with with, with his wife, his, his gorgeous ass wife, where he rolled out of there looking like a legit like star in professional, like one of the top top elite stars in pro wrestling. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. That's what they are. These these are the cream of the crop, freaking wrestlers in the world right now. You go with it. That's it. They still got Kenny Omega. They got Dean Ambrose. Whatever the hell he's calling himself, John Moxley, you know <laughs> all these Moxley. people. You know that, but but Cody Rhodes and the Bucks are a draw, plain and simple. Go ahead, uh, Prof. Go ahead. That's that. Nah, that's the way it is. Go ahead, Prof. It, it's their company. They have the most to gain. Well, the most to lose. So they have to put themselves in those uh, high profile situations. Now it can be argued that the Bucks did they put Private Party over? You know, I don't think so. They got the win, but you know what? They didn't. They didn't look like the private party got lucky to win. But we're not gonna go and. Oh, no, you know the what? Show. Good point. We're not, we're not gonna really go into point. the show by show f- format because, yeah. in my opinion, they didn't. They look weak. Private party looks weak. They shouldn't have been booked that way. But that's just my opinion here and there. Here nor there. I get what you're saying, Billy Ray, about AEW. The you know, it's still that new car smell. It's that new car feel. You want to play with the new toy. It looks good. And plus, when you go with that Wednesday night war bullshit. It's b- bigger feeling than NXT. NXT being in front of 500 to 1,000 people is small in comparison to what AEW does. And that's where people will tune in more. I'm not going to even deny that. I think, a- I think AEW is going to go consecutively. I don't think NXT is going to win a night on Wednesday's track until they move to a different location. And then you get that different feel. I think 2019 fans who've been watching it, no matter how long you've been watching track, they want that sexy feeling. They want that sexy look. And AEW is that sexy look in comparison to NXT. Professor wants that sexy uh, feeling, apparently. <laughs> I, I I stated that before, that, they, that it's going to come to a point where they have to get out of full sale. Um, 
I love, you know, I love the same know, thing. Go ahead, go ahead, finish up. I'm sorry, Trent. The same, the same thing with AEW. You look at the attendance at this week's show. It was light in there, man. That hard camera was looking like SmackDown. And um, I, I said it before that AEW going to the big arenas is, is is fine once in a while. But when you do your weekly shows, do them in a little, you know, in the five thousand seat arenas so you can make but people that, hungry. But for track, it. I'm not even pl- not hating. That was a five thousand seat arena, and that was a hard. That was the hard camera sell too. That was a five thousand seat. That arena? was a. At least five to seven thousand. That they don't. Where is that? that? What do you, that, which like, which one like are you guys talking about? Because I bailed out for They were in Boston. They were in Boston this Who? week. AEW. AEW. I thought AEW was going to Boston no. next week, right? In in Wednesday on Wednesday. Philly. They're, they're, no, they're Philly. going to Philly. They're going to Philly. It sold out in Philly. It sold well, out. Well, it was apparently sold out here too. Mm-hmm. Um. So if it was sold out, it's the scalpers that bought a lot of them fucking tickets, and it, it didn't look. It didn't look. It didn't. I'm not gonna say it didn't look promising, but it, do, but it, it doesn't just, matter. That's the thing. Like, like I mean, yeah, and, yeah. and it's it's they true. Got paid. They got paid. What we're doing yeah. is, you know, and, what, and I get what you're doing. Um, track. I, I get it, right? Because it's like it doesn't look full, and you want it to look full, and you want to have that momentum. They're not gonna sell out every time, you know. And, oh, and it, I know. It, it, I know. Yeah, I, I know you do. I know you do. Go ahead, finish up. You know, go go small once in a while, but for your pay per views, you know, do the, That's when you do the ten thousand seats. You know, you got more people wanting to see it because it is a pay per view or whatever. Weekly, you're always gonna struggle to get those people in, even though the company right now is is starting off hot. And you know they, you know they got the ultimate buzz going on, and then you know they're beating NXT, which is which is uh, making them look good. If there are casuals out there, you know who are paying attention to ratings, they're like, oh, these guys are beating the WWE. Let me see what they got. Mm-hmm. But uh, it could hurt you in the long run when you're doing weekly shows and and double double digit seat arenas. That's all I'm saying. You hear that right? Like casuals paying paying attention to ratings. If you're a wrestling fan and you're paying attention to ratings, you're not a casual. Oh, you ain't no casual. Yeah. No. <laughs> so sorry. You're just not. If, you, if you're a wrestling fan and you're listening to Pro Wrestling Podcast or do one, you're not a casual. Okay? If you have more than two professional wrestling shirts in your uh, fucking uh, <laughs> drawer, you're not a fucking casual. Okay? It's just the way it is. Um, anyhow. If you if you got uh, three or more belts, you're not a casual. Three? <laughs> you got <laughs> one freaking belt. <laughs> That's it. You're done. You're done. Man, I got like 10 of them shits, and I'm, I'm looking for the AEW belt now, man. I am actively just searching AEW to see when they're going to have that thing available so I can buy it. Because I, I want to. On, I think it's on Hot Topic, isn't it? Because no, the, really? the only, the Maybe. only, the only casuals walking around with belts are Sujin G. Coleman people. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> Anyhow, moving on. Uh, <laughs> what else we got, man? What, what, what do we got this week? A track, Brown. You oh, wanted to talk man, about Lana listen. and and uh, and Bobby Lashley, the Almighty. Um, and, the Almighty. And, but why they got to do this to Rusev, man? Come on, man. Come on. And, 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 Listen. You know what? Forget Rusev. Forget Rusev. Why they gotta do this to Lashley? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm enjoying the hell out of this shit every week, especially doing reactions to it. But it pisses me off that this man, the main reason why he came back, other than the money, of course, was because he wanted a match against Brock Lesnar. They don't give him his match against Brock Lesnar. What they have him do is fuck somebody else's wife, bring in Cain Velasquez, who looks like he just got out of drug, drug rehab, who, I'm telling you, uh, 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 wait, are, are you sure, Track? Are you sure that Bobby Lashley did not want to come back to the WWE to colonize white women? You mm. sure about that? I just want to make it's, it just... It's, just it's, you sure? Yo, it's, uh, it's a it, win it, to it, me. It, That's a win. That's a win. He's planting his possible. planting his flag, planting his seed. If he was coming back to plant his seed, oh, if his he was genetics. coming back to get to get fucking payback for the four hundred years, and then another the, the another a uh, uh, few years, uh, decades of, of of Jim Crow and the crack and all of that, then that's fine. I get it. Do do your damage. Spread your seed amongst the WWE locker room. Let ha- let let us have little Lashleys running around all over the place. But the fact of the matter is this: if I did not watch uh, MMA like that, and I saw them bring in. Kane Velasquez, and I know that this dude wanted to have a fight with Brock Lesnar, and I know both these guys are MMA fighters. I'm looking at this shit like, why the hell is Kane Velasquez going Listen, up against man. Brock Lesnar? He doesn't you. even look like an MMA fighter. Let me tell you how I've this is going to go. I actually had an argument with some people. They're like, this guy was an MMA champion? How the hell is that so? Beat I'm like, the, beat the fuck out of Brock. That's how. Yeah, he, exactly. Yeah, beat the shit out of him. Let, let me and tell you. Did, let me tell you did, how this is going. Did you see? Did you see Kane in that uh, MSG theater show? 
No, uh, in Triple A, no. he did his thing. I mean, he ain't, it wasn't that no, good. He, had, that. No, yeah. he 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 listen. definitely did his thing. My listen. man was busting out Hunakan Rana's like he was doing this shit. Hunakan Rana, listen. Let me let me tell you, let me tell you how this is gonna go. Right, I'm gonna break this down for you. There's a reason for this. The WWE always thinks ahead. Their booking is next level. They got this shit mapped out like fucking years and years in advance. Here's the deal. You know, right? You got Stockholm syndrome. They, <laughs> you're saying that. You saying that? Listen, on listen, this bro. Show? I had a revelation, okay. man. This is this oh, is the way it's gonna go down. You listen, listen. So they brought back Bobby Lashley, right? And he took Rusev's woman, right? Rusev's lady. Now Lana's not white; she's Colombian or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead ass. I'm not. That's not even funny. It's the truth. But regardless, so he took her woman. But this is building up to 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 him being the white chick thriller. That's what it's gonna be, right? <laughs> He's gonna oh, take Sable. Right? <laughs> he, he's gonna take Sable. Sable's not gonna be able to resist him. He's gonna take Sable from Brock Lesnar, and that's well, gonna I'd build a feud I think, I think. between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. He's gonna he's gonna be in front. Bobby Lashley's gonna be hanging with Paul Heyman on Raw or something, talking in the ring on the Titan trying to and Bobby Lashley wearing this nigga's robe. He'll be like, "Oh, Brock, I'm in your room. Oh, this is your lady." <laughs> I'm going to have sex with her. And then, you know, they start making out and all that shit. Brock loses his mind, you know, and then that's how it goes. This is what's going to happen. That's the book. Go ahead, track. Yeah, uh, he's going to have Sable on uh, Brock's bearskin rug that uh, <laughs> that Brock probably killed the bear with his bare hands. He's going to be like, so, Brock, this is your bearskin rug. And from what I heard, you haven't had any action on it. But you know what? Tonight. This bearskin rug is gonna see a lot of bear back and <laughs> Rob Van Dam sitting in the corner smoking. <laughs> Going like this. A lot of bear back. A lot of bear back. Yeah. A lot of swinging. A lot of bear back, bro. A lot of bear back. <laughs> Doing a split legged moonsault in the side. It's we all know Rob Van Dam is living his best life. You know, I'm going to Columbia with him uh uh for you know. It is what it is. He said I can go, so I'm down. What what, what does uh, AOC have to say about that, man? She's cool with it, man. Listen, she lets me do my thing. She understands how I operate. Mm-hmm. She said, go ahead, go to Columbia. I got to handle this impeachment thing. So it's, it's going to be a long time before you get some pussy. I'm going to bu- be busy. And uh, I said, all right, babe. So I'm going to just go party with RVD. And I'm going <laughs> to, uh, you know, rub on some Colombian titties. Man, and I'm, I'm glad go- you got it I'm like that. Yo, my that sounds like you got everything together, man. Prof, why don't you make it over there with with a track, bro? No, I know you like other things. I'm sorry, because it's real. I know you can roll with track. Track, you don't you don't have a problem, with Professor Rowland? What you do? Oh, yo, this is a trans wealthy vacation. Yeah. Everybody's coming on my trans wealthy plane. Yeah. Fuck that, yo. But this guy King don't want to come. Nah, I'll come. The king of the hoopla will come with the trans wealthy community, and we'll have a good time right there. Katie Not Forbes, please. Sable, Lana. <laughs> Uh, Sasha, <laughs> Bailey, whatever. It, it's all. Oh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely bringing Bailey now. It was, as for you know, but listen, Bailey was going to be on the list in general, but now she rose to like the top five, especially after what happened on SmackDown, which was the only bright spot of that fucking show. I that shit was, was ridiculous. That oh, fu- no, 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 no. The, the draft, the draft rooms were good. I don't know that, what you talking that about. That shit was fucking retarded. We you had got a Fox <laughs> NFL robot in the draft room picking WWE superstars. What? You didn't who, see it? Who cares? No, I didn't see it. What the fuck? I got better fucking yeah, I, things to do in my life. Robot. I don't have to watch that fucking SmackDown. Good. I'm not going to watch. What the fuck? Kind of stupid question is that? Listen, don't that ever insult good. me like that again. Do it. Did I watch fucking SmackDown? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Welcome back. They had the fucking CGI NFL robot. Mm-hmm. They had Asians working at Fox. We know Asians <laughs> do not work at Fox. That's bullshit. And then they had people at the USA camp. Somebody had on the Undertaker mask when freaking uh, 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 the King Mabel broke his damn face. I was looking at this shit like, is this a fucking uh, uh, corporate room or animal house? It was fucking ridiculous. So, you know, <laughs> and it was the extras from Monk. They had the extras from Psych <laughs> in, the, in the USA Network War Room, and then you got the Fox News people on the other side. Yeah, was, no, no. Then you had, then you, then you had, yo. I swear to God, if body language ever told the story, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck were like, "What the fuck am I doing here?" Hmm? I, it was like, "Good evening, everybody. It's Joe <laughs> Buck." 
And uh, this is the low life. This is the low point of my career. Yeah. I went from calling the NFL to talking about favorite finishers of the WWE. Troy, you know you spent a lot of time in the NFL. Can you tell us about some of your favorite wrestlers? Not that I know any. I don't give a damn about this sport. I'm Joe Buck. Mm-hmm. It was. It. I felt. I felt bad for them. I felt. I felt worse for Joe Buck than when he did that awful show on HBO. As I, I was just like, man, listen. At some point, you got to say, what the fuck. I did see that other guy. That other guy kind of looked like Taz. Who's the other the other dude that was on Fox that kind of looked like Taz, and he got interrupted by his mother on the phone, and he was like, oh, mom, you know, I'm over here talking fantasy, but no, I can't give fantasy. I don't know who that was. I forgot who the hell that was. But that shit was corny as fuck, and I saw Charlotte come out, and I got to see the Bailey match, and that's all I really watched, to be honest with you. And... um. I, I don't give a fuck. I could I could care less that that Bailey turned. This is this, I like that she turned. I like that but she there's no. Like, yeah, I don't vicious. think there's any shock value oh, to yeah. it at this point, man. It, she's at the lowest point she's been in forever. So I mean, they could have done this turn well, when it really mattered. Like right now, does it fucking might, matter? She got a haircut. Who cares? I don't care personally. But go ahead. You're right about you're right about that. You know this. They they should have done this a while ago because at this point it was really evident that she was already a heel. But um, there was actually a video of a kid crying his ass off <laughs> when she broke when she popped the the, uh, the, the you know the belly buddies or whatever the hell those yeah. things are called. That kid's they, a plant, the, the kid First off, that, that's not even crying. a kid. That's a that's a sixteen year old. No, that was somebody's six, house. That's bullshit. That is bull. I don't buy it. There's CGI. They fucking did that. That was green screen in fucking Greenwich, Connecticut. There's nobody fucking crying over this shit. I don't buy it for one no, second. They didn't show this, on, not, this wasn't on WWE. This was just floating around Facebook. And if, you believe, if you believe that, I got a, I got a bridge to sell you. We can trace that back to WWE's Facebook account at some point. I bet you whoever published it was the freaking Fox. Actually, the Fox uh, Twitter account I think published that mm-hmm. first. I, I'm no, not. Thank I'm, you. I'm not gonna say if that was accurate, but I think the one thing, <laughs> you know, wrestling wise, guys, that that I actually kind of found funny and also sad at the same time. You know, people can uh, hate on Seth Rollins all he wants after you know Hell in the Cell. The one thing that I noticed that I kind of laughed at was he was not even picked in. On Friday's draft, he was not even a, he was an afterthought on on either network's executives' uh, war room. Well, that that was number one embarrassing and number two funny because Roman Reigns was picked ahead of that. And you can say it's always about Roman Reigns. I, Billy Ray Valentine always said it's always about Roman Reigns, and it was true because Roman Reigns was a top pick for SmackDown. Seth Rollins was nowhere on the first night of the draft, and that was that shocking, funny, pathetic, all at the same time. But at the end of the day, the casuals don't know that shit. They're not paying attention. <laughs> the casuals aren't worried about the fact that, casuals that, that Rollins isn't getting picked till next week. Casuals you know, don't um, exist. Un- un- unless they were hardcores that somehow be... Am I a casual fan? Would you guys consider me to be a casual fan? No, you got belts in your house, bro. Okay, you got a I, I, I agree. I don't know shit about what's going on on SmackDown, and I used to cover it. Okay? I, I don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> There's right. a difference between a, a casual fan and a hardcore fan who's fed up. Yeah. That's, that's a big difference. I in think that. there's a lot more and, hardcore fans that were fed up than the casuals. But at the end of the day, you know, like I said, here we go again. You know, you got hell in a the cell. They, I, I, I was telling people the fiend was not winning the title. I don't know what the hell was on anyone's mind, everyone's mind, thinking that he was supposed to walk out as the champion. You set yourselves up for that one on your own. I knew for a fact Fucking that Mark he wasn't Tugs. winning. You know, I I, I knew give, that. Give him a sound effect, they track Brown. You fucking marks. One more time. You fucking marks. Yeah, that's exactly you. You were right you into just it. Set yourself up for the fucking fall. Dumbasses. Like, how could you not see this? Like, you really think they're gonna fuck up what they're doing right now with their phony relationship between Beth and uh uh, uh Beth between Seth and <laughs> Becky? Beth. I don't know why that was funny. It just was, guy. I was thinking about Beth Phoenix. Every time they show her face on NXT, she looks like fucking Conan O'Brien in a blonde wig. But um, <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous that that for for some people to think that they were gonna fucking give give Bray Wyatt that title. And you know, um, then you have Kofi Kingston who got beaten fucking five seconds, just all smiles once again. Yes, yeah, boss, I lose the title and I'm all smiles. Who wants some pancakes? I'm paying out the flapjacks. Uh, that 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 wasn't your reaction. That wasn't your reaction, track. You was more mad. You was like, "The hell was that? What the hell was? Yo, go get yourself some real equipment." 
Yeah, first of all, stop that shit. All right, that was fucking lame and corny. Don't ever do that again. We will fire you. Second, <laughs> it was about I put myself over. I don't need you to put me over. It was about the culture, bro. They disrespected the culture, but they tried to make up for the culture by having Lana and the Almighty in the same bed. All right, and Vince McMahon was like, you know what I want you to do? Do this for the culture. Put the her pillow over your cock. Oh yeah. Damn, son, where'd you find this? That's what fucking Lana said when she walked into Bobby Lashley's fucking room. She was like, it's damn, only, son. What's up? It's only it's probably only gonna get worse. This Monday is gonna open up with, with Bobby Lashley in a, in in Rusev's room with his shirt off, with just rubbing his chest, like, you know, Rusev, you know what I like about being in your home? It's so cozy here, man. It's it's just it's just a great feeling. Are you done? And then Lana <laughs> come up and wipe the mouth and say, Bobby Machka, Bobby Rusev Machka. <laughs> Whatever the hell Rusev said. Lashley Crush. <laughs> Listen, man, regardless, it's, it's ridiculous. You notice how they keep doing it with black people, though, right? Fucking the last person who had this gimmick was Mark Henry. You know, he, he, he was the one that hey, was. What's up? You had. You went from sexual chocolate to chocolate thunder. Ain't that right, Prof? Yes, so, he did. But, but, at least, but at least this black guy got a better white woman than uh, what Mark Henry got. Yeah, he, Mark he got Henry had an 80-year-old woman. He had a he had a tranny. You know, Bobby Lashley, he, he's got Lana right now. Lana's he's not a white woman. He's still, but he's still got he still got Renee on the back of his mind. You know he's taking care of her while 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 you know John Moxley's off. Uh, Dude, that shit would be great, though, bitch. man. To be honest with you, man, I would really like an angle like that. That that he you know he pulls up with Renee Young he just you know he's like hey somebody I, has I, to take care I, of her while he's away. I one hundred percent believe that if they did that shit, John Moxley will show up at the WWE and will fucking shoot Bobby Lashley. I was and about to say get his ass fucked the fuck up if he's <laughs> That's what I was. Oh about no to say. no no, he ain't stupid. <laughs> he's crazy, but he ain't no fool. <laughs> I, I honestly think that he'll shoot that shit up. Uh, just just remember, just John remember Renee's co-host. Just remember John Renee's co-host. It's really crazy. I'm fuck. I I really believe that that dude's gonna end up in prison one day for killing somebody. That's just my belief. All right, man. What else we got? We did Bailey. We did AEW wars and all that shit. We did the inner circle. We spoke about Lashley putting it down for all the black men in the world, and we spoke about <laughs> Kofi Kingston losing the WWE title. Do you guys really want to talk? I mean, he lost it already. I know you guys talked about it before. Anything else you got going on? Come on, track. Shouldn't you be uh, yeah, celebrate, man, track? celebrate track? Celebrate uh, track. Impact sold out. Oh yes, because Impact sold out. Bound for Glory. They sold out the the what was it called? The Odium, Chicago Odium. Uh, suppose suppose like five thousand seats or whatever. ECW was there, so you know he has his knowledge going on, and I think that's a pretty good deal for them. I mean, it's a, I I I don't know if it, if they allowed only five thousand, if they only allowed a certain amount of seats or what. I don't know, but I was looking through the complex. I was you know online trying to see exactly how many seats were available, and I looked at the I looked at the, the overhead. It looked about like over a thousand. So whatever they did, um, it e fucking e worked. ECW, ECW did six thousand for their nineteen ninety nine pay per view. So I think uh, Impact should just follow the same uh, diagram that. ECW did, and if they did hey. five thousand to six thousand, then congratulations to them. And, la and last night I saw Sammy Sammy Callahan take Melissa Santos and pile drive her to hell. That was fucking great. They need to keep shit like that going. I, I like the fact that they're fucking incorporating women in and beating their asses. That's the nostalgic feeling that I like. That's what they should be bringing back. You know, AEW is kind of doing that. Brandy's taking those bumps like a fucking champ. So you know, next week is Bound for Glory, and I'm hoping for a good fucking show because. I'm still, I'm still, I'm watching for one reason and one reason only to see Tessa Blanchard walk away with that fucking Impact Wrestling uh, Championship. I want her to make history. I want her to be the fucking shit and then leave and then go to AEW and be the shit over there. You, because just, said it, you just said it. I was about to ask you that question because hey, bro, I've been getting like a lot of resistance. I've been getting a lot of resistance when I say that Tessa Blanchard is going to end up in uh, AEW. Yeah, listen. I understand that. Listen, I understand that resistance. The, those the the impact the impact uh, of fans out there. It's a very strong fan base. A lot of them a little off too. But uh, at the end of the day, they they don't want that. I I technically wouldn't want that. Why I wouldn't not? want impact to lose her. Um, she's a great addition to them. But I think the writing is on the wall. Eventually, we do, we do realize right that there's two things here in the w in 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 America right now is the WWE and AEW. Those are the only games in town. 
That's it. Unfortunately, right? We could like ROH, oh. we could like NWA Power, we can like freaking MLW, we could like Impact Wrestling. Fact of the matter is, none of these organizations are going to retain top talent. It's either going to AEW yeah, or it's yeah, going it's, to the WWE. Not, yeah. So it's, the only it's thing, sexier. It's sexier. To be I mean, to I know, I know, I know everybody uh, in uh, maybe with the exception of Killer Cross, but I know a lot of people in Impact got bonuses. You know, you had Tessa Blanchard on on Instagram showing off her brand new Porsche, looking just as hot as her body, uh, 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 with the exception of her face. I'm sorry, love. I'm just keeping it real. But yeah. you know, at the end of the day, that's what I'm looking forward to. Nice to She's going to make it. Fuck you up. Yeah. And but it, it, I think it's more. I think it's the writing's on the wall. She's going to eventually go and join her father. It's no exactly. accident. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God, A Track Brown, you're in my mind right now. It's exactly what I said. I think I said but, it verbatim. You know, but, she's going. She's. I'm, I'm, I got you. I got your prof right now. She's going to AEW, and she's going to run that division. She's going to be the face of AEW women's wrestling. And everybody's going to talk about Charlotte Flair versus Tessa Blanchard. They're still she, talking about that now. Yeah, they're talking about it now, and she's not even on the main stage. The, 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 not Impact. AEW needs to make a concerted effort to bring that woman over. Do, do not let the WWE get their claws into her. Bring her over to the to AEW ASAP. Go ahead, Prof. Well, remember, Track, you know, they did sign uh, her boyfriend, Daga. So, you know, if he lays the good D, that could be a great selling point. Oh, for that's her, her man? Yes. Daga is her really? man. So it wasn't just a tag match. No. Yo, they, she, they, they do date. She likes the brown and brown, I see. She goes from Ricochet to Daga. Oh, you know who's next? That Dick Dastardly Wait. fella. I <laughs> think he's next. Wait a minute. She went out with Ricochet? The finger banger? Yeah. Well, yeah. there, there might have been some other things going on there that that we're not Finger pretty. King to. Ricochet was probably getting uh, Blanchard by Tessa, so yeah, that's probably <laughs> the way it went exactly that way. Um, unfortunately, I, I did not know that, but at least that's that could be a good selling point. I mean, if she brought Daga into Impact Wrestling, she could win the the championship there. I mean, what I'm not, I'm I'm just saying this, guys, and I'm not trying to be rhetorical here, but isn't it a, if she's working? All this intergender stuff, you know, all the respect for women, all that women's empowerment to fight people like Sammy Callahan to be the champion. Well, let's just say, track if Sammy Callahan beats Cage, isn't it a step back to go back to just dominating the women's division? It's like it's been there, done that kind of ad- attitude. I mean, it, it, it. Track's internet is awful today. At the at the at the at the end of the day, it's um, it's interesting to the character because. You know, if she goes back, she's like, you know, who you think you are? You can't beat me. I've beaten men in this in this business, yada, yada, yada. I was the former uh, Impact champion, this, that, and the third. So, you know, it's it it, it could always just make the, interest, the, the character more interesting, depending on who else they're going to bring into Impact to fill up that women's, uh, women's division. Uh, because as much as I like Rob Van Dam's girl, she's not really cutting it wrestling-wise. She's just there for looks and the fact that she's fucking Rob Van Dam. So, you know... And that think, that is what I, it and is. I think uh, and is, that, too. is that Johnny Swinger? Is ECW, that the, I, I, ECW I Johnny like, Swinger. I was like, it's I'm like, yo, yo, Don Callis is really scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, that's not, that's not, that's not actual Johnny Swinger. Then I looked at it again. I said, oh my god, that is actual Johnny Swinger. <laughs> what the fuck are they gonna do with that guy? I mean. I don't mind these old ECW guys being there if their whole purpose is to put people over. But I don't need to see segments with old ass Johnny Swinger with his oiled, oiled up ass old <laughs> I was never a real fan of Johnny Swinger when he was in ECW, to be honest. It just wasn't my thing. I mean, at least bring back uh, the king of the G spot sweep, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Prof, what's up, man? Come on. But you know what? It's just a, another week that's going to come down. I'm going to be interested. Well, I guess since I'm a hardcore fan, I'm interested in the raw side of the draft, the second half of the draft, see where Seth Rollins is picked. Brock Lesnar hasn't been picked yet. See where Cain Velasquez and Tyson Fury is going to be uh, drafted. You know, it's going to be interesting. Oh, God, that Tyson Fury shit is so stupid. Did you see the press conference? Did you see that funny? Like, they were going like this. It was the dumbest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. I'm like, yo, first of all, People in Saudi Arabia don't know who the fuck Tyson Fury is. People of America don't know who the fuck Tyson Fury is, man. Half the people in America don't know who the 
Oh, no, no, no. The Gypsy King. The fucking Saudi's going to be there like, do not fear us, Gypsies. <laughs> they be like, you know what we, we do to Gypsies in this country, motherfucker? Yeah, exactly. You know what we do to Gypsies here in Saudi Arabia? <laughs> motherfucker, you ain't taking our soul off with your head. They better not use that fucking name in Saudi Arabia or it's going to be a rap for the Gypsy King. <laughs> <laughs> You're not taking our soul. You think we're stupid? The <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Gypsy. Gypsy. No, 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 no. The first thing you're going to hear is Allah Wadmar. The next thing you're going to hear is. <laughs> he, better, he better have some security on in uh, Saudi Arabia <laughs> for that shit. But, you know, at the end of the day. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go like this track. You know, <laughs> was that press conference on the level of New Japan? Hell no. But at least they did a press conference. So you know, A for effort, D for execution. They turned this dude into a. No, no, no. They turned this dude, Braun Strowman, into into fucking the Big Show, and they no, did a really no, cool no, thing. no. They turned him into into Big Show 2013. That's what they did. Yeah. He's not even early Big Show. He's recent Big Show. And that's a sad fucking thing. He didn't cycle. cry yet. He didn't cry yet. So he he you know, he still is a little bit of a monster, but once the monster cries, yeah, he's Big Show 2.0. Listen, I don't know I don't know what that dude did backstage. I don't know what Rusev did backstage, but these are two prime examples of dudes who they had stuff in that they could have fucking just you know, it, the 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 heights for them were endless. I mean, Rusev Day was just was it was. I'm not saying it was on par as the Yes Movement, but it, it might have been. It, it might have been. Yeah, yeah. It, it had that momentum and it had that feeling, and it's like, it's again where why are you not pulling the trigger? And now they got this thing going on where Fox is pretty much running the show for SmackDown. That that uh, as far as we're concerned, Fox is running that show. So what champions are we going to see in the future? Is, is it always going to see? Is it always going to be guys like Brock, guys like Kane Velasquez? Are you no longer going to see your your small guy champions anymore? Is that is that a wrap? Is that over with? You know, because I don't see Fox saying, "Hey, yeah, I like this uh, Chad Gable guy. Yeah, you can put the you can put the title on him." Nah, Shorty Gable ain't going to work with uh, Shorty Fox G. <laughs> Prof. <laughs> I like Short, Prof Shorty, G, Shorty G. I good. thought that was perfect. They fucking, I can't believe they went there with that dude. And it's all because Vince McMahon wants to hear the fucking chant, uh, Shorty, Shorty, Shorty. That's the only reason why they came up with this shit. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason why. Short, Shorty G needs to embrace the gimmick. He needs to enhance the gimmick. Maybe put some Puma sweat gear on, uh, put, you know, Rhyme a couple of bars, he'd be good. I'm sorry. You know, you got to embrace the gimmick. You got to enhance, you got to, you just can't be call shorty g and just go out there and just have a match you gotta put some character in there that's chad gable's fault track i'm sorry <laughs> I, i'm not defending this shit but that's his fault he should enhance the name shorty g it's not just because i'm short he could enhance it he could do some shit with it hey you must be on crack nope damn I mean, son you, where'd you, you find you, this you were you were you were in you were in that house hitting that pipe again weren't you huh <laughs> that's what it. That's what it was. You sick as a motherfucker. I, I, I smoke at the good shit. I nah, nah, good nah, shit. nah, nah. You were in there on that yam yam, white <laughs> lotus, Shanghai Sally. Okay, because that's the dumbest. Listen, <laughs> white lotus. It, it, ain't, it, ain't, <laughs> it ain't up to it ain't up to Chad Gable to fucking make that shit work because it's not gonna work. And even if it does work, it's gonna work into making him look like a fool. This fucking pure athlete. This fucking guy who is talented in his own way if you just go back to NXT and look. He has that skill, but they know, they say, no, take these skills and use it for this real corny shit. So he accepts the name Shorty, and, you know, now what? Now what? Rap. That's all I got to say. Rap. You got John Cena right there. He can rap with some Puma sweat gear. Rap, motherfucker. Learn some bars. <laughs> Get him a box of Newports and some Puma sweats. There you go. It, Shorty it G, Shorty G, Shorty G gets the gas face. <laughs> Straight up. But you know what? For the last two weeks, track. Let, let me just say this: the last two weeks, you say, "Well, Fox is going to do this. Fox is going to do that." The Dershey said that Fox is going to have this as a sports uh, atmosphere. I don't see sports. I've been seeing a lot more sports entertainment. So you know, what does that say? The presentation has not changed from what people I think thought it was going to be. 
I understand it was the first week. I wasn't expecting that. And, of course, it's still new. But I don't think it's going to change to, like, this big fight feel. Maybe you're going to get big guys, like you just said, Cain Velasquez, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, you know, winning the titles and being in the main event. I get that. But I think it will still be sports entertainment to a certain degree, just with bigger dudes. Um, the, But here's the problem, man. Like, if they wanted to be more sports-oriented – this McMahon doesn't have a good track history of trying to do things in a sports way. He really doesn't. Even when he was on the top of his game, quote unquote, it, it, it just it just wasn't there. I mean, we all remember the brawl for all, even though I enjoyed it. But <laughs> that shit didn't work out too well. I I, I if it's gonna be more sports oriented, it, it it has to be somebody else fucking running the show. I mean, and, and if Eric Bischoff. <laughs> <laughs> if Eric Bischoff is indeed calling some shots back there, then all I see is him bringing in a bunch of NFL stars and Tyson Fury. I wouldn't even be surprised if Eric Bischoff was very intricate in bringing that shit together. Oh, you just you just booked it for Royal Rumble. Khalil Mack from the uh from the Chicago Bears. He's gonna have a week off. He's not gonna be in the Super Bowl. He's gonna fight somebody. He's gonna fight Brock Lesnar next. Well, Khalil Mack. Well, 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 the Bears ain't going nowhere. Right. Uh, but it's 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 obvious that you know um DC Daniel Cormier is itching to get into the WWE. He's just itching. I don't know what's uh, holding him back. Maybe he's still in the contract. Maybe he still wants to have a few fights or whatever. But I think in a couple years we will see DC and uh and um in the WWE and it works out great if he never fights Brock Lesnar because then Vince could say you know we never had him in the UFC but now we got him here only here in the WWE yada 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 and all that bullshit alright let's get up out of here because there's nothing left to talk about DC ain't coming to the WWE and if he does come he's gonna come as a commentator or maybe a one off or something like that let's slow down he's gonna, he's gonna bang uh, Lana too yes yeah, so <laughs> he's also have sex with Lana and A-Track Brown will also have sex with Lana. That is the way all of this is shaping out. It's the PW Hustle, ladies and gentlemen. I am Billy hey, Ray Liz. Valentine. What's up? What's up? What was that? You I said something. That. Somebody said something. Oh, Wango Tango. That's all we got to say. <laughs> it's a Wango Tango! What are you doing? Elaine, get out of control. You need help. Huh? I know what you're going through. I, too, once fell under the spell of opium. It was 1979. I was traveling the Yangtze in search of a Mongolian horsehair vest. I got to the market after sundown. All of the clothing traders had gone, but a different sort of trader still looked about. Just a tasty scent. That was all it took. Mr. Peterman, I don't know what's going on here. I am not addicted to anything. Oh, Elaine. The toll road of denial is a long and dangerous one. The price? Your soul. <laughs> oh, and by the way, you have till five o'clock to clear out your desk. You're fired. Excellent. And we're going home. A-Track Brown, tell him what's up. Come on. Just like that, yo, A-Track Brown. You can find me at Dastardly on Twitter. <laughs> Don't forget, like, comment, subscribe to the PW Hustle YouTube channel. Don't forget... Join us on the PW Hustle Facebook page. We need as many as you angry trolls as we can get. Get your asses here. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you see that stupid commercial with that dude? I think it's a Geico commercial for insurance. And he's like, you want to race? You want to go, bro? You want to go? <laughs> the Shermanator. The Shermanator. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Chabella Villa Cruz, what's going on, man? Uh, you can find me on the Twitter. Still the only Twitter in town. Never been banned. Never been suspended. Never been locked out. I feel pretty good about the that. The most objective been, Twitter. Uh, the most objective Twitter that uh, Kevin Owens uh, blocked me. Uh, Sami Zayn blocked me. CM Punk blocked me. Mike Johnson blocked me. Brian Alvarez blocked me. Fuck Ryan Satin. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Keep going real but, quick. Don't say too much about Ryan Satin. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. And you can find me doing the All Elite Perspective every week on the PW Hustle Networks. And, of course, on HackerHameenAtPavi.com, where I do the Pro Wrestling Reflection Podcast. Yo, man, A-Track. Yo, all of that is very good, Professor Chabella Cruz. A-Track, you, you, you had an issue? You had an issue. <laughs> right? we, we didn't even talk about it, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on for a second. We, we, I want to talk about it because this bastard um, banned you. Or, or, you know, I mean, whatever. It, it happens regularly to butt-hurt motherfuckers like that. But regardless, I, I really want you to talk about it, but I just want to do something here. Let's do it. 
To send these motherfuckers to the chopper, man. We wasn't gonna, de- we wasn't gonna even do it this time. But you know what, Ryan Satin, you piece of filth, Ryan Satin. <laughs> it is time for you to go to the chopper. It is long overdue because you are a butthurt son of a bitch, little snowflake, freaking Ryan Satin, dude. What did he do to you? Just explain real quick. Come on. Well, you know, Ryan Satin took a screenshot of what happened on SmackDown when the Fiend came out from under the ring, and uh, he's like, you know. I forgot the the exact words he used when he was like, uh, dudes, when they see women do anything on the internet. And then, you know, my first tweet to him was, you know, you have to be the most vaginal male I've ever seen. And then my second tweet was, you know, I sent back the same picture saying Ryan Satin when he sees Mia Khalifa in the supermarket. Because apparently that dude follows porn stars in Whole Foods. Uh, This is this is the information that I got. So when I got that little bit of information, I was like, oh, really? So let me remind him of his creepy history. And to be fair, this was a guy we had on our show at one point. He was on the PW uh, Hustle way, 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 way back. So, you know, you know, Ryan out there trying to be, you know, Mr. White Knight or whatever, Mr. Snowflake, Mr. Male Feminist, using vaginal words. I could I could probably, I probably assume that he uses the word inappropriate probably 15,000 times a day, you little punk bitch. So, you know, with that being said, Ryan Satin took it upon himself to block the dastardly one. You know, he blocked, he blocked das, he blocked Dick Dastardly on Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know what the fuck that says, Prof. I can't read that shit right now. I don't read Yeah, but I don't read bitch, so I can't understand it anymore. So that's a foreign language to us, real niggas. You understand? He's a trans. It's something we don't understand. He's a trans bitch. I get it. Well, he's a trans bitch. You're not in the way that you're thinking. He's just a trans bitch, bitch. So, you know, Ryan Satin, if you ever hear this, unblock me. You can come on the show. We can have the debates, you know, about this whole toxic shit that you seem to have a problem with. No, 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 even no, no, no. you're following porn stars out. and Whole Foods. Check this out. A-Track Brown is being nice. Ryan Satin, you cannot come on the PW Hustle. You are banned from oh, the I'm PW not, Hustle. Yeah, you, you can't come You're back. not coming back on the, the PW Hustle. The music already played. The music already played. Ryan this Satin, you're in, the, you're, in the, you're in the chopper right now, okay? There's no turning back from that. Go ahead. Ryan do you know what happens to beta males when they talk shit to the dastardly one on Twitter? Or do you know what happens to beta males when they block the dastardly one on Twitter? <laughs> do you know what happens when guys like yourself try to call out other dudes and you're following bitches around a Whole Foods market like a virgin geek? Stop that, Ryan. You know what happens? You get your ass to the fucking chopper. That's right. So that's where we're going with you, Ryan Satin. Everybody who retweeted my fucking tweet is gonna know that your ass just got sent to the motherfucking chopper, Billy Ray Valentine. Yeah. Take him away. Should, should we not let Professor get a vote on this? Professor's never been on the, on the get to the chopper, at least not lately. So, should, should, Professor, I mean, you know, you, 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 go ahead, bro. Make your vote. Do the right thing. Well, I, you know, I'll be I'll be short, sweet, and to the point. Unanimous. Send him to the chopper, motherfuckers. We're going to send this bitch nigga to the chopper, man. Listen, Ryan Santon, I want you to know you did this shit to yourself. Nobody else. You got nobody to blame but you. You ready? You got nobody to blame but yourself and Jared Hall. Run! Go! Get to the chopper! Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Damn. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Holy fuck, Ryan Satin. Man, you did it to yourself. Hey, and, and listen, when we do an actual Get to the Chop episode, you might be on again. Just because. Again. Just because. All right? So go, go ahead now, and block me on Twitter. I'm prepared to be blocked, prof, because I want you to send this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will. We're going yes, to cut this little segment and send it to him. And then he'll block me. I don't even follow your punk ass. On uh, on uh, on uh, on Twitter, and I, nor do I want to. So go ahead and block me. I, I could care less. It won't break my heart. I don't. I don't give a damn. CM Punk already blocked me. He's the only one that's blocked all three of us. Did he ever block you? Uh, he has not blocked me yet because he knows. Come on, man, you slacking, man. You, you slacking, track. 
Come nah, on, get on your game over there. because he's desperate for money right now. So he wants to be in the trans wealthy community. Ah, so he's trying to suck up to you is what it is. You want to exactly. be listen. I'm I'm gonna tell CM Punk this. You want to suck up to the trans wealthy. You need to unblock me, and maybe I can make some connections. Uh, I happen to know the most trans wealthiest man on the planet. A Track Brown. He lives in the slums of professional wrestling, right next door to me. All right, so I can make that introduction to your punk ass, all right? CM Punk. Anyway, that's it. We're getting up out of here. It's Buddy Ray Valentine. It's the PW Hustle. A-Track Brown, the dirtiest of the city. The Professor Chabella of the Yeah, out. All right, peace.